All right, it is Tuesday, April 3rd. We're in April now. We're in Pickler Memorial Library, Study Bubble C. Let's boogie. stuff today we're talking final four we're talking masters we're talking gatorade bottles and we're talking buttholes we've got our first guest ever on his name is big shane lowenstein he's going to be joining us later in the show uh, we're excited to have him but i guess we'll get started with the big news from the weekend the final four happened villanova kind of just laid their dick down on everybody thank god kansas did thank god oh kansas my god. yeah I, I i can't stand to see kansas win and Villanova obviously can't lose. Big one for the Catholics. Uh, Catholics obviously, obviously, uh, the big hero, Dante DiVincenzo in the championship game. Uh, a classic, classic example of somebody shooting to fame and not quite checking his Twitter before he gets there. 31 off the bench, yeah. Uh, he, uh, he had a lovely tweet in the year 2012. I like it when girls lick my butthole. It's a life-changing feeling. Obviously, that got exposed minutes after the game ended, and I think it's hilarious. I can't say I disagree with him, though. We are at a point in social media, this era, where if you have not deleted your old tweets, uh, you are lost. And if you uh, garner any fame, uh, those tweets will be brought forward. So Yeah. So delete, get, your, delete your, tweet, delete, no, delete your he, old tweets, kids. He already deleted his Twitter. It's gone. Yeah, it's Villanova gone. said he got Let's hacked there. Five years ago, <laughs> and then they deleted that tweet. I'm probably going to have to delete mine here pretty soon, so follow me at LoganMoro9 before that goes down. <laughs> 20, yeah, 31 points on the bench, just uh, your classic gym rat. You know, this guy's this guy's he's putting in the work, 31 points. High motor. It, it, high motor. I mean, it was a run through the madness. They Their closest game was winning by 12. It was never really in doubt. Um, I mean, they just dominated the whole tournament. I don't think anybody could have beat him in that whole, that whole Jay Wright is the best coach in the country. He is way better coach than Bill Self, who I'm glad to see very upset this weekend, along with all the Kansas fans. little bummed out that Loyola Chicago couldn't make it all the way. Yeah, but Giving some love to Porter Moser, uh, former SLU assistant coach. Got to gotta throw him out there. But uh, we'll, we'll give a little love to uh, the, the women's Final Four. Notre a, little, Dame. a little love. A little love. This isn't going to be a usual thing. So. The The – Notre Dame women's basketball team, uh, their player, Arike Ogunbowale. I'm sorry if I butchered that name. Nice. nice. She's uh, just signed with the, with the Delaware Sky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, anyway, she hit not one but two game winners, the first being in the semifinals over UConn, Gino Ariema, UConn, a billion wins UConn. They beat them, and then – uh, buzzer beater. Who they play in the finals? State. Mississippi State in the finals. I, I couldn't uh, tell you. Couldn't tell you, Matt. Hashtag mama mentality. Uh, clutch. Two game winners. Uh, two big wins for the Catholics. 
That's true. Damon Villanova. This That's girl, not, this not girl's life though, like, will never get better. Like, this was by far the best weekend of her life. I think it will. Starting salary in the WNBA is probably gonna be about uh, thirty-six thousand dollars. No. Doesn't go up much. Anyway, anyway, let's uh, let's move on over to to hockey. Uh, how about this story uh, from Chicago? They they had an accountant, uh, you know, play play a little goalie for them last week. Uh, just a quick preface about this: uh, their 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 starter got hurt during a pregame ritual. Uh, whatever that means, it was pregame ritual wasn't pre- wasn't quotes. On the on the article, and then the backup cramped. He was beaten off. Yeah, with yeah, yeah, probably. I think both of them were beaten off <laughs> yeah, each other because they're the backup. Because they're Blackhawks. <laughs> anyway, their backup cramped with 14 minutes left in the game. Probably has something to do with that. Anyway, so they uh, the Blackhawks they had to bring in the beer league goalie. This man is an accountant, Scott Foster. This man literally worked nine to five that day, and. You gotta wonder where his mind's at with the with this being the busiest part of tax season. It is tax season. He is you know? tax season. He's thirty six years old. He's no doubt has a family of four. Uh, he's struggling every day to support him. Good for the fam. I mean, he he stopped all seven shots. Yep. Uh, Blacks Blackhawks. Their season's over pretty much. So, as someone who's studying accounting, um, it looks like I have a bright future. Okay, so an NHL team ever needs a backup goalie. <laughs> Go and just put your name down there. Uh, we'll also talk on touch on William Carlson of the Vegas Golden Knights. With, uh, in my opinion, undoubtedly the goal of the year. Uh, it was not only shorthanded, it was the game winner, and the man undressed the Sharks goalie. <laughs> William Carlson is unbelievable. He scored 18 goals in his career, then Vegas drafted in the, in the expansion draft, and he has he he's, well, over 40. Yeah, no, I think he's it's, at like 38 or 39. Right dude, I think he's, he's over 40. He has 80 points, though, on the year, as opposed to like 18 career goals, but like leading up. Like yeah, that's what, I, that's what I'm saying. That's like, exactly what yeah, I said. So that's break, like Vegas yeah. vibe, baby. Oh, dude, break LGK, out. let's yeah. go Knights. Break, yeah, obviously breakout, breakout player of the year. Uh, a lot of stuff's going right in Vegas. Uh, I would love to see them win the Cup. If the Blues did not. All right. Um, moving on, we're going to talk about some of the viral videos we've been seeing this week. Uh, first one is of this one-handed catcher. Feel good story. Feel good Feel story. Good story. Now, uh, Logan's got some thoughts. So this kid is playing catcher with one hand. He catches it. He drops his glove. He throws it back. Uh, my first thought was, if I'm the coach, I am running on this kid all day. Oh, yeah. Like, I am time. just stealing you can put the fattest kid yeah. on first base. He's going every time. This man's pop time. While I'm sure it is quite impressive for one arm, it's just it's 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 probably nothing close. You to gotta it. you gotta stick that kid in right field and hide him. Yeah, you gotta you gotta you better pray that no one's getting around one late and pop one out there. I mean, Jim Abbott was old baseball player, one handed pitcher, threw a no hitter. Um, but yeah, I think the different than catching. That, yeah, like, that was he that need was. To, he doesn't need to jump up out of the plate and drop that glove and throw one one down to second. I don't think it's gonna happen. Well, the and he's left-handed, isn't he? Yeah, he's left-handed. Which I I was a left-handed catcher. You're aiming for about halfway between first and second when you throw down there because that ball is yeah. gonna curve. That's really hard to throw, and it's just it would be a mess. Also, the uh, the St. Louis Browns once employed a, a little person. Yeah, that's true. true. This he was person. he was the shortest person, and not. I think those are very good. Under four eleven with the hands. It, this, man, this man's strike zone was about a foot high and about a foot wide. So uh, he walked. I think. I think he actually walked in his first play appearance. Yeah, most of his play appearance. Um, this brings great. up an interesting point. Uh, one time in high school, I got a hit off a guy who is in the MLB now, and he uh, got thrown out at first. 
from, from the, the outfield. outfield. From the right field. That's uh, not a, also, that doesn't matter. Also, the Fred, hit made it to the outfield in the air. If we're talking about uh, high school baseball interactions with uh, people that got drafted, Frank has quite the story <laughs> about. No, I don't. You know what? Frank was bullied. Frank was bullied <laughs> by uh, ex TCU standout pitcher. Brian Howard, he's now he's now drafted by the. You said Brian Howard. Brian. Brian. Howard. Brian. Brian. I'm not confused with St. Louis native Brian Howard, the large black first baseman. I don't um, see race. <laughs> anyway, right. Frank right. got bullied by a big leaguer. Allegedly, it happened. Allegedly. Second video going around: this kid in his jeans, white shirt. Cowboy boots just yodeling in the middle of Walmart. The most Texas thing I've ever seen. It in my was life. beautiful. I watched it six good. or seven times. No. No. Six or seven times I watched. People would complain. They're like, "This is why you don't go to Walmart." I was like, "If I could go to Walmart, be assured there'd be a, like an eight or an eight-year-old kid just yodeling the whole time." I would go every day. I'm ramming my car into him. Okay, <laughs> I thought he sounded like a dying wolf. I, I did too. Uh, a what? <laughs> wait, one more time. A dying coyote. No. Wait, wait. I, we're not getting into this. Hey, what's that team in Minnesota, the NBA team? Uh, the Timber W's. Uh, Logan can't say the word wolf. wolf. He says uh, wolf. As in a dog. All right. Anyway, I'm, I'm over this. Year. Dude, <laughs> somebody made, somebody made a that. remix to it, though, that's actually really good. Yeah, it's awesome. It's on uh, SoundCloud. Look it up. I can see Frankie it. Vegas. Anyway, anyway, moving on. Moving uh, on. What do you got? Uh, yeah, so <laughs> this kid at Chick-fil-A came into the bathroom and I guess started looking under this dude's stall. So the guy started recording him. The kid was like, hey, what's your name? And the guy goes, Andrew. <laughs> and the kid goes, oh, okay. And just climbs under the stall and like gets in there. He's like, I need some help uh, getting held up to wash my hands. And the guy's like, I need you to get out of here because I'm going to get in lots of trouble. If, I don't know what I would do if a little kid crawled in the stall while I was pooping. I mean, thank God he walked out. There's, There's like the dad. If your said, parents walk in and that kid's in there with you, you're what like, you okay, I. Nothing's going on here, sir. Your kid. Well, no. The, intruded on me. On Twitter, the dad replied and he was like, like, hey, that's my son. I just want to thank you for handling it so well. How did this? How did this dad lose track of this? I mean, no, I think he was. I think I, I listened to the video a few times. I think he's there with his mom, and his mom sent him into the bathroom. Oh himself. yeah. And the dad yeah. replied on Twitter. Yeah, I feel that. When you're a little kid, you do not want to get dragged into the women's bathroom with your mom. Nah. I also don't know if I would have crawled under the stall, but I maybe would have given a knock, a courtesy knock. Crawling under the stall, weird move. I guess it's just a kid thing. Oh, yeah, but then the, at the end of the video, the kid starts to leave out of the – so he opens the stall door, and the guy is taking a shit. And uh, he opens the stall door, and the guy's like, well, can, can you close it on the way out? Or? <laughs> please, please, sir. I don't want yeah, this to happen again. I mean, I, I just love the guy who's recording the video trying to prove what's going on, just flashes down. His pants are down. He's just like, yeah, this is exactly what's happening here, and I can do nothing about it. I think the best move was to, like, videotape it, though, so yeah, it proof that's true. Court. Another video from this week, Anthony Davis pulled a fast one on all of us. We all thought he shaved his eyebrows, thought he lost all his powers, wasn't going to be good anymore. And then, boom, April Fool's the next day. Turns out he still had a unibrow. It's like he – that is his brand. He is the brow. I was like, man. I mean, Dude, he I, actually I, looked I, normal with I know. I, I liked him with the, with, with the shave. I was like, hey, normal-looking dude now, but that is your brand. And yeah, I would get rid of the brand if my brand was. His Not nickname right. is the Brow. I don't like, care. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Honestly, one thing I would have gotten rid of it as a kid. Yeah. Let's. Yeah. All right. Let's, so let's, moving on, uh, we're gonna get back to opening week of baseball. Um, not not a great week for uh, the Kansas City folks. 
until about game. two hours ago. One delayed game, 0-3 before it. Looks like it was going to be another one of those seasons, but there's hope. Jacob Junis goes out there today, pitches seven innings, six strikeouts, only gives up three hits. Great win for the Royals. They're back on track. They're only going to lose three games. Absolutely shoved. 159-3. and Mark it down right now. Take it to Vegas. Royals are winning it all. And they're losing in the second round. Yeah, that's good. Don't listen to that. Uh, So, Cardinals update real quick. Ah, It's a 500 season already. Um, I just like to. I would like to mention the national media giving a lot of love to Bryce Harper, who's hit three uh, three home runs in two games. Guess who else has hit three home runs in two games? Paul DeYoung, shortstop, St. Louis Cardinals. Bet you didn't know. Bet you bet you won't hear about that because the liberal yahoos who are trying to take our guns don't want you to know that. Yep, not at all. And, or or, or think more guns. Also, another thing about Cardinals. I bet if Colin Kaepernick was hitting home runs out there, they'd cover it. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Another thing from, from uh, Cardinals camp, uh, Miles Michaelis. Uh, Michaelis. Michaelis, pardon that, uh, hit a yak bomb yesterday. And for a little, uh, little background on this, Miles Michaelis. Michaelis, I Michaelis, just said that. Again, uh, he, did a, he did a few years in Japan. So uh, this, Otani, in prison. this Otani guy, uh, I'm over him. So also, for those of you that don't know, this guy is a pitcher. That's why this is. He's a pitcher, and he just took one. I took one three ninety over the left center field fence. I'd say it was five hundred, Jim. Otani can suck it. Uh, this guy's a real deal. Uh, don't sleep in the Cardinals. They're on the rise. They're on the rise. All right, uh, we're gonna now bring in uh, the big guy, the big guns, Shane Borble. Hey guys, it's great to be on. I'm a frequent listener and. Uh, and it's you know it's nice to to be able to get my input in on here. Uh, Tiger Woods, for all of you that don't know, has won fourteen major championships. He's the only golfer ever to, in fact, win four in a year. And he's going to be playing at the Masters this Thursday. Okay, thank you, Shane. I was talking golf. <laughs> no, let him no, keep going. I'm just kidding. This is I'm a teaser. Kidding. I got blue balls now. Let him keep going. He's going to be at the Masters this Thursday, and it's the the first major championship he's played in in a very long time. He says he feels great. He, he, you know, he's never felt better. So, of course, what I did was I put $75 down on the man. Uh, as I have put down money on him in every single tournament since he has gotten back. How'd that go for you? Well, no, no, you know, not not too good so this far. One's the one. Not too good so far, but this one's the one, Frank, and I'll tell you why. He, uh, he's never felt better about it. He had two eagles yesterday in the practice round. The it's 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 all about the fusion, people. I'm telling you. Jordan Spieth is shitting the bed right now, calling his agent, telling him, I need the fusion. Everyone needs the fusion. Everyone needs the fusion. It is impossible for him to hurt his back. He will win this tournament this weekend. He's feeling great. He played with um, Phil Mickelson today in his practice round. Uh, a little nostalgia. Phil Mickelson wore a button down. It was a weird look. Weird move. Did not look good, Phil. And actually, no, Tiger had a pretty interesting comment on that. He said, uh, yeah, you know, all, all Phil was missing was the tie. I mean, basically, you know, Tiger goes out there. He's wearing these new shirts Collar that I actually collar, like. Yeah, the collarless collar shirt. Nike, yeah. It's all about the oh, yeah, it's yeah, new era. It's nice. Yeah. Anyway. Fusion stuff. Anyway, how about uh, how about Ian Poulter this last week though? Ian Poulter two weeks ago was told that he was was not going to qualify for the Masters unless he won this previous week at the Houston Open. So that's all right. You know, Ian Poulter hasn't won and. 
what I uh, I, I read a record it was like 173 starts or something like that. I hate him so. Don't much. don't fact check me on that. Anyway, Ian Poulter. Oh, he smells like cheese. And, yeah, and his name kind of sounds like poultry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Weird a big chicken. Weird guy out of England. Wears a wears a lot of weird clothes. But you know he what does he do at the Houston Open? He opens up with a 73. Not looking good. What does he do the next three days? He wins the damn tournament. Not only that, he wins it in epic fashion. This man needed the drain at 24 birdie putt to force a playoff on 18. You guessed it, folks. He drained it, started beating his chest like a little weirdo. First playoff <laughs> hole. Uh, he won it, and uh, he will he will be at Augusta. Does anybody week. know if this guy ever tweeted about getting his butthole licked? Uh, yes. He tweets out his scorecard. He's just a, he, does. he does tweet out his scorecards from like the PGA app, and uh, I I don't know one regular golfer that does that. Worse. It's like yeah, we were watching Ian Poulter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, anyway, let's uh let's get back to Shane. Let's get back to Masters. Uh, we got some questions for you. Uh, I'll start it off, Shane. Uh, I was you know watching this Houston Open last week. I. I happen to notice that Ian Poulter is a, is a bit of a, a skinnier male. Sure. Uh, I, I was quite astounded, actually, how small his arms were. Uh, and with, with the recent kind of innovations in golf uh, leading to – it was kind of started with Tiger being one of the big first golfers to lift weights and, uh, like, kind of put more emphasis on, you know, getting stronger, strength training. And now you see players like Roy McIlroy, uh, Jason Day, these guys, they're, they're – awesome. Yeah, Dustin Johnson, these big guys putting time in the weight room to, you know, give them a little extra added yardage. And I want to – A little oomph. A little oomph, if you will. And I want to know what, what your take is on on this because, obviously, these golfers, they don't necessarily need the muscle. But how how much – would you prefer a strength or would you prefer a finesse type of golfer if you were – in this scenario, do you like your men big and strong or uh, scrawny? Yeah. Well, well, I'll, I'll tell you what. If you look at Tiger right now, he looks better than he's ever looked. I mean, he he really does. He is stronger than he's ever been. He's in great shape. And if you look at the longest drives on the tour, I mean, you have guys like Dustin Johnson, Tiger Woods, Rory McIlroy. These guys are in the weight room every day, and I I don't know the, I don't know I, I don't know how much that affects their actual swing. But clearly, it's it's helping their drive. Clearly, it's helping their drive. Yeah. Dick game on one hundred. Yeah. Well, and it's it's not even just the size of his arms. His swing speed is like the highest it's ever been in his oh, career. He's it's just, all there's so much breaking down of golfing that goes into even now more because of video technology. I mean, you look at guy like look at a guy like Justin Thomas. The guy's five eight, one sixty, and he's one of the longest guys on tour. All because of he's in the weight room and he knows how to how to generate the force in his body. It's astounding, honestly. But then you guys got you got guys like Ian Poulter, real skinny guy. I think his average drive this weekend was uh, probably two seventy eight. Nothing great. I can do that. So hypothetically, Shane, you got Tiger. He comes out, shoots couple under first two days. Maybe has like a three or four under on Saturday, and he's sitting pretty at let's say. Nine under going into Sunday. He's the co-leader. Who would you love to see tee it up in that last pairing on Sunday? Well, I'll tell you, I would love to see Jordan Spieth at his best go up against Tiger. I think that that is probably the matchup that America deserves right now. Um, But also, I mean, you know, Rory's been playing really, really well this year. And I think that if we have a Rory Tiger Sunday – 
I mean, I, good lord. I just want to see good pairings. And I do too. I would. What I would love to see. I would love to see a Tiger Phil on Sunday. Just, just, just for the sake of that. I wouldn't. I wouldn't leave the couch at all. Just some nostalgia there. Yeah. I. Yeah. You well, gotta and in the storylines, if you it is, wear, you might wear a suit on Sunday. In the storylines, if it is Rory, I mean, he's going for his career Grand Slam. Tiger's going for his fifth Masters jacket. I mean, it would be. Storylines. Jim Nance would be sitting there, just loving every second of it. Hello, friends. Hello. Don't we friends. just love that guy? Love that voice. The man has one hell of a backyard. Have you guys ever seen it? It's just he's just got like just chipping ranges from just all over from every direction. I mean, it's the backyard's phenomenal. All right, Shane. I got a couple of would you rather's here. Sure. Um, would you rather have four nipples or no nipples? I could rather have four nipples. To be honest with you. That's I think, a crazy move. I think I agree with that too. I think I, it'd be strange. Can you imagine taking your shirt off with no nipples? I think well, completely bare chest. Draw some nipples on though. You have no nipples. That's what I'm or saying. You can, you can draw them on. Stickers or like even, even, even no. I don't think nipples are like eyebrows. We can't just draw that shit. You could get tattoo. Yeah, but then how do you know if you're horny? <laughs> That's a good point. That's well, good point. if you have four, then you'll definitely know. <laughs> so will the girl. I want three on the front. You got a pitch tent. You probably might be a little. You know, myself, I like some nipple play whenever we're, you know, getting hot and heavy and. I think four nipples actually doubles the sensation. Quadruples. All right, here's it. Would you rather have 20 fingers or no fingers? 20. Absolutely. 20. Think of all the productivity. 20 fingers? Think you have to go in your hands I could jazz fingers? I can, I can hold so many things with 20 fingers. <laughs> That'd be good. That'd be really I think awesome. I'm going nubs. I can play catcher. I can play catcher. Oh, God. You're going to just like hit it back with, your, with, with one guy, like a, like a baseball all right. bat. Shane, I'd like to get on a more serious note, bring it back to golf maybe a little That's bit here. Yeah. Do you have entomophobia? Uh, Frank, I'm going to have to ask you what that is. Well, I'll tell you, you what that mind. is, Shane. Entomophobia is the fear of doors. <laughs> really? Uh, no, I don't, I, I don't fear doors, if that's what you're asking, Frank. I, so, so you feel comfortable marrying a door? Well, I, I certainly wouldn't marry in... An object, Frank. I... <laughs> but you just said you don't have entomophobia. Well, it, if Where entomophobia is, is what you describe, then no, I, I don't. So you would feel comfortable marrying a door? I would. I would not marry an inanimate object. You have to marry anything. Quiet. You don't this fear? is, this is my is, question. Is this question wrapping this up? This is my question. I didn't interrupt your questions. So you would not marry the door? I would not marry the door. Well, I think that speaks volumes about you, sir, and I. Thank you for your time. I have no clue what that was about. <laughs> well, if we're um, going to get back into golf real quick, would you rather swallow a golf ball or sit on a golf club? <laughs> I oh, think I'm, oh. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm deferring this one to Bortles. What <laughs> end of the golf club? Yeah, no, that's a good that point. That is your what choice. Type of club? Yeah, what Driver, type of club? putter. We're talking big Bertha. <laughs> I mean, Jesus that Christ. your choice. I think those Callaway Super Sauce would just – I can no, digest one. Right I can digest one. <laughs> I'd like to motion for Shane not to be able to speak. Uh, I don't man understand who is door racist. <laughs> yeah, the door racist. All right, let's move on to uh, this new segment called uh, Frank's Unrealistic Athletic Feet. Oh, we have a draft pick in. <laughs> it's Frank's Athletic Feet. Ah, yes. So this is a new segment. Uh, pretty much uh, every week, or, you know, sometimes more like every day, I come up with a new thing. That I think that I could do in the world of athletics, uh, not more, not think more, know that I can do. And me, Logan, and Connor, being his roommates, often spend our times trying to 
debunk these. I mean, I have a couple sorry. of my own, but mine are legally so, listed. This is a classic one for me. Uh, and I'd like to hear your voices in the comments and uh, leave us a five-star rating while you're there. Um, I think that with the best offensive line in football, in pro football, the NFL, I, right now, could rush for 100 yards in a season on the ground. So 16 games, okay. 16 games, I think I could rush for 100 yards. I want to know if, okay. like, if... You know, if I am if not. If you're wrapped up in the backfield, is that we count that as negative yards? No, no, yes. Negative. Yes, 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 yeah. We'll count we negative yards. We'll so count okay, negative yards. You don't understand. Like you are already starting six yeah. yards. Yeah. Well, we'll start in the pistol. You're still in the backfield. You still have to make it to the line of scrimmage. With Let the alone, best you have to line. not get hurt by a professional football player. This is my this is my line of thinking. I get four carries a game. I dive ahead for two yards, land on the ground. I'm, that, then I get you dive my, ahead for two yards. You're four yards behind the line of scrimmage. No, you what? have to dive ahead between 300-pound men. Why would I not get – I have he the thinks, best offensive line in football. I would get to the line of scrimmage every single time. six yards time. faster than an NFL linebacker can run five. I don't think Frank's watched football. It doesn't matter if you have the best line in football. There's still going to be penetration. You're going to have to avoid those men yeah, to make I mean, it back yeah, to the I line. Think, and I think I could. I, think I, I, I Shane has quite the smirk on his face. Uh, even though his position on doors does not please me. Yeah, no, like so, so I actually – I'm on Frank's side here. I oh, think – I, I myself in high school was an Shane, offensive lineman. hold on. The best offensive line in football – You've earned my trust back. The best offensive line in football is going to give you at least a one-yard push. Thank you. And if Frank can get that ball and get to that one-yard push and just fall down – I don't want to ever hear year. you compare your <laughs> offensive line blocking a defensive line in high school to going well, no, out there. The best block... offensive line in football is going to give you a push. The thing you like push. to talk about how good the Rams D line is. Do you really think you're gaining yards on Indomitian Sue and Aaron Donald out there? Um, well, we'll see how the schedule works out. Maybe I want to play him. The thing is, is Frank has this <laughs> idea in his head that if he gets out there and on the first run, he's just going to dive as soon as he's. You might see an open hole. Oh, he's also, just convince also to dive. we haven't even we haven't even discussed the fact there's a blown coverage. Something crazy goes. I hit a hole. I rush for twenty yards. Twenty percent of my goal is Luke done. Luke Keekly comes up and ends your twenty, yeah, 20 yards, ten yards down, down the field. Yeah, you better be running out of bounds, otherwise you will get murdered. You were going to die. I would slide like a quarterback. Frank gets cocky after one rush. Second rush, tries to run, gets knocked out cold. I think it's minutes. I think it's insane that you guys Ray, think that I could. You're lucky, Ray Lewis. Um, we're going to go into the next segment, which is Logan's realistic athletic feat. Uh, if you give me a year of training, I could be an Olympic curler. Can you grow a mustache? Oh, yeah. That seems to be important for that the USA team. All right, yeah. I, I, yeah I, I think a solid year of, 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 of training will do it. I think I could uh, – you put me out in the woods. Three years. I could be a knuckleballer. <laughs> no? All right. All right. Yeah. <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. All right. So uh, we got some questions. So, yeah, we're going to have uh, Mr. Shane Borble help us out on some of these questions. Wait, before we start, Shane, do you have omphalophobia? Frank, uh, again, I'm going to have to ask you what that is. That's the fear of your own navel. That's your belly button, people. <laughs> would you marry your own belly button? No, here's, no, here's no. The... Don't be ridiculous. <laughs> Why would I ask him that? No, Frank, I don't fear my own navel. Well, you might come to regret that. I don't like the word navel. I don't either. It's, it's like strange. It's like saying Shane, casual, I didn't ask you to talk. It's like saying in a casual conversation that you're anal about something. Yeah. I don't yeah. like that either. Yeah. I mean, my, my belly button's pretty scary, but I'm not like, terrified of it. 
Connor's belly button has made me want to throw up. I find a lot of times. stuff in my belly button. All right, I let's move on to the questions. On, uh, Frank's pillow. I know. It makes me throw up. Uh, Shane, start. No, the question. The first question oh, of the day maybe I'm confused. is: the questions are up there. Uh, right? How many years of shittiness would you be able to will? Would you be willing to withstand as a fan for your team to win a championship? And Connor and I actually know the exact yeah, answer to this. Exact well, it's a little bit different. Connor's one year older than I. For him, it is 19 years. For me, it is 18. We know because that's how long we lived before a Kansas City team won one. And if the Royals would have lost their second World Series, I would not be on this planet anymore. Um, I basically was ridiculed my entire life. I assume it's going to be another 35 years. If I can make it 35 years, I'll be amazed. I want to know. At, yeah, I want to know at what year do you jump ship and you're just like, I, I need the team. Oh, you're sticking. Well, I'll with tell you, team. after I mean, 19, you don't jump ship; you jump off a ship. <laughs> that was a good line. That is, that is, that is, that is I good. hated that. I mean. <laughs> All right, Borb, are you going to weigh in on this? How many years would it be? Well, I'll tell you what. I, I think that my loyalty to the man they call Tiger on the tour um, speaks volumes because I think a lot of people gave up on him, uh, not me, and also anybody did. that did give up on him. No. Don't, don't even come back. Don't even we look are, at him now. We are here. We are, we are in on all this beer we're going to get with that money you want. $1,000. We're pro Tiger guys. Yeah, um, yeah. Right. I think that I think it that, that's about that twenty year line. I mean, are you a Bills fan, Bukai? It's well, be a while. I do have to say, I'm a I'm a recent Bills fan after 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 relations transpired with my now girlfriend Emma, whose family is from Buffalo. So Rams left town. I uh, had to find a new team. And, oh, uh, Buffalo Bills. So, since well, you bring up the Rams, yeah, I'm about to kill myself. <laughs> <laughs> It's it's that about that time. If they don't win it this year, are you going to be on suicide watch? I think he yeah. really is. I yeah. think this is your best chance in yeah. the last ten. If any of our new newly acquired stars get hurt, come to my room and make sure. That Luckily, uh, they can just call Frank to play running back. All right. So second question. Okay. Before or no, you say the you say the second question. Yeah, first. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So the second question is based off some life experiences uh, Logan's going through. Um, it's how far does a prank have to go for it to just warrant you killing the person committing that prank on you? Now, hold on. Now, hold on. Real quick, before we get into that, uh, Shane, I have another question for you. Um, do you have anapsticophobia? Again, Frank, I'm going to have to ask you what that is. That would be a fear of soft drinks, Shane. A fear of soft drinks? No, I, I, I don't have that. I drink soft drinks quite often. Okay, cool. I probably want to know. Thank you, Shane. Shane okay, Logan, so... This question is basically more of a legal thing. Like, let's say somebody was pranking you and you decided to murder them. Um, how far does that prank have to go for that to be okay? So something has been happening to me that I can't seem to explain. Um, I bought this pack of Gatorade bottles recently, a 12-pack. They've been sure. sitting in my fridge. Um, I'm a pretty heavy sleeper, so I guess, you know, somebody may have been able to sneak into my room. The... When you take off the lid to these Gatorade bottles, and Connor can attest, I made him smell it, the rim of these Gatorade bottles smell a lot like poop. And the only explanation I can think of is that somebody has been sneaking into my room and sitting on my Gatorade bottles and has been getting poopy rim <laughs> on my Gatorade bottles that I've been drinking for two weeks. So Now, now the- people, now, I have a theory. I have quite the theory, in fact. 
Uh, I have inspected these bottles with Logan, and I can attest to the fact that there is – I have found no poop on the bottles. Logan, is that I have correct? not seen actual poop. Not seen any actual poop. You know what smells a lot like a butthole? A navel. A belly button. A dirty what? belly button. What now, belly button smells like Now, hold on. A sweaty, a sweaty belly button. Now, quiet. Now, quiet. Quiet. We've already discussed the fact that Shane is not afraid of doors. So he certainly could have opened yours. He is not afraid of soft drinks. So he certainly could have grabbed a Gatorade. And he is not afraid of his own navel. So he certainly could have stuck that belly button. There's that, that bottle right Shane, up that you belly get button. the fuck out of here. <laughs> and you guys all thought I wasn't going anywhere with that. I have no comment. Okay, but seriously, if you've been putting your butthole in my Gatorade bottle, stop it or I will kill you and your entire family. Um, another prank what? I think that would warrant me killing someone is if I woke up and my head was shaved. Oh, <laughs> I would that, just... that has happened or something not like is similar to that. Uh, a close friend of mine woke up one day, uh, and I can attest this man has very hairy legs. He woke up after a heavy night of drinking, and uh, just the entire front front half of his leg was just not only not only trimmed but shaved. <laughs> this 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 leg was sparkly. So Yikes. I can agree. Uh, I like my hair. If you if you shave my hair, you're you're probably gonna get a sock full. If, if you uh if you like shaved hair, um if you go on. Uh, Connor Stewart's Facebook page or the Lambda Chi Alpha Phi Psi Zeta page, you can click the link, donate money, because I'll be shaving my head on Friday uh, for childhood cancer. Um, but he won't be doing it in his sleep, so don't get any ideas. That's all well and good. I think it's ridiculous that I didn't Shame. get more credit for that whole uh, that whole thing I've been doing this entire episode. I feel like there's no way you were actually leading up to that and you just randomly were like, oh shit, these questions actually go with this. I think you picked a door and just saw where it went and yeah. it's all kind of evolved. Well, I think it was still funny, and I don't think any of you would have thought of it. All right, so final question. Uh, wrap it all up. Um, we were asked, does anyone ask more questions about your personal life than the strangers who decide to cut your hair at Great Clips? I mean, Logan had a bad experience. Well, it's just, like, these are random people. I go to Great Clips. It's not like I have a regular barber. I don't know this person on a personal level. And you sit down, you get your hair cut. You know, it's like, oh, where do you go to school? Where are you from? Uh, are you happy in life? Those kind of things. And I don't really understand why they have to get so deep and personal like they're my uh, therapist. Yeah. I, I just I, feel bad because they work at great clips. I do feel bad about that also. But I, I got to say, I mean, I'd rather have small some small chit-chat rather than... Luca, your grandpa is your barber. My grandpa used to be my barber. <laughs> he is retired now. Marty Bukai served the Ferguson Greater Area for 67 years. 67? <laughs> Never forget, oh, seven years, man. God. And that, yeah, my grandpa used to cut my hair. Uh, that man actually never really talked to me. I read magazines, I read so I can't really relate to that. But now that the, the woman that does cut my hair, she asks questions a couple times. I, I don't have a problem with it. I'd rather do that than sit there in silence. You know, I think that's a little more awkward because I got I'm staring at myself, and she's right behind me. You know, I need I need some some dialogue. I will say, out of strangers to ask me questions. At least when you're like, you know, somebody's cutting your hair, you don't have anything going on really that's it, it, it affecting the way you speak. When a dentist tries to ask me questions while I has a goddamn knife in my mouth, 
nothing annoys me more. Like, what are they expecting me to do? Just like yell through the pain and just with things all, in my mouth? I'm gonna be honest though, I'm not sure my dentist has ever put a knife in my mouth. Uh my my thing with the dentist that I hate, I don't really care about small talk anywhere. I love chatting with people, but um my thing is when the dentist says, so have you been flossing? And I'm like, bitch, you know that I haven't. Like, you, you <laughs> can, can clearly see my teeth. They can tell when they floss you. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, the gums are bleeding. You have to like, floss you Like, what do you want me to say? Like, oh, yeah, I'd rather to say. No, I don't do it. Dentists know exactly what you think. I know. And dentists know that you can't respond to them, like, very coherently when you when you got just equipment in your mouth. You know what? You don't want to move too much because then they, you know, just. The worst one is when the uh, doctor tries to make small talk with you while she's got her fingers on your balls and telling you to turn and cough. Oh, so where do you go to school? Turn and cough. You have a female doctor that does that? Oh, yeah. It's, she's hot. It's hard. It's, oh, wow. it's tough. All right. Uh, Ooh, pro um, tips. Pro tips. New segment. New segment. At the end, we're all going to be giving our pro tips. Uh, Buka, you want to start? Uh. You had one today. Yeah, I got. Yeah, I had one today that I I really, really was pleased with this. Um, I woke up. It was a late start. I grabbed some instant oatmeal, threw it in my pocket. Might needed it for later. And so uh, I do gotta say, traveling with a light but hearty snack is never bad, folks. Keep that in mind. Um, yeah, I would just say my pro tip for the day is keep sending those you up texts. They work. There's a guaranteed one out of 10 times it'll work, which is good enough for me. I'd like to see, send, see the statistics. You send out that, that mass snap to a hundred girls, 10 of them are going to work. It's a numbers game. Um, my pro tip, I just have a quick question. Shane, do you have erotophobia? Erotophobia. Now I think that I can gather what that is, but I'm going to have you explain no, that. No, I'm going to have you case. answer. Well, just in case. I'll just no, I just, I just want you to, no, I just want you to answer it. Just answer it. I'm going to say no. I'm going to say no. What do you think it is? I, I believe it has something to do with eroticism. Yeah, so you, okay, yeah, pretty much. So it's the fear of sex. Oh, sure. Okay. So, and sexual activities. Have you been having sure. sex with my Gatorade bottle? That's <laughs> where I'm going with this, Shane. Get out of here. That's my pro tip of the week. All right. Uh, my pro tip of the week is go to the bathroom before you start a podcast because I've been just walking around this place every five minutes just almost being in the corner of this library. Um, but, yeah, anybody got anything else? Any final remarks? Yeah, I think on that now we're going to let Connor go uh, take his shit. Uh, that'll do it for episode four. We are the Living Room Guys. Tune Follow in next week. Add me on Snapchat, Little Nipso 9. Follow us on Twitter, at Living Room Guys. Tiger wins. We're having a party. And he'll be on the podcast. Shane, the bottle fucker.